Promo Insider is an ASI media podcast that covers the issues that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm Chris Ruvo for ASI. 2022 is here. The achievements and setbacks of 2021 are past. And if you're in sales and want to start the year off on the right foot, you're in the perfect place. That's because today I'm chatting with Carolyn Strauss of Carolyn Strauss Consulting. A sales and persuasion expert, Carolyn will be sharing her expertise through education sessions at the ASI show this year. We'll get a little preview of her insights in today's chat. And those are insights that you're going to want to hear. After all, Carolyn is a successful keynote speaker, author of five books, an executive consultant who spent about two decades on camera at the Home Shopping Network, personally selling more than $160 million worth of her own clothing line. Carolyn, thanks for being with us today. Chris, it's so nice to be here. I love promotional products. I love well, them. I'm sure, I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast is going to be very excited to hear that. So great, great way to start. Um, you know, before we even jump into the questions, though, is you, you have a really impressive bio and background. I kind of just scratched the surface there in the intro. Is there anything else that you wanted to add just to let people know more about you? Well, I got to be at the ASI show in 2019. So for those of you who I met in 2019, you guys changed my world. I mean, you all helped me take my sales to another level using promotional products. So I want to thank you all for being with me in 2019 in person. In um, I was in Orlando and Dallas and Chicago. And, um, you know, getting to be with you all again this year has been a real gift to me. All right. Exciting times. I'm sure everybody's excited to hear that. We're excited, of course, to have to have you back. Um, so let's maybe give people a little sampling of, of what you'll be discussing in your session. And um, I think one of the themes, if I'm not wrong, is that, um, you know, relationship building. So I guess yes. my first question would be, why is it so important for sales pros to try to build relationships with their clients? Can I answer that by telling you the title of the program that I've done and I'm doing? It's called Creating Connection and Commerce through promotional products. Here's the thing, everybody is busy and everybody has spent the past two years in what I call anticipated anxiety, right? I actually heard that from a keynote speaker. I was emceeing a conference and I heard the speaker talk about anticipated anxiety and what promotional products can do is make people feel connected to a group that they care about, to a company that they care about. So that's really what relationships are, right? Relationships are when you are with people, individuals or groups of people that you know that they have your back and you have theirs. So who is it in your world that you have relationships with that what you do can help them? Look, I never think about sales as sales. A lot of people don't like sales because sales is asking for something. If you're asking for something, there's nothing wrong with asking people for something. But what I see what you all do is you, you create connection, you supply help for people who feel disconnected. Well, it's really, it's really, really well said. And I, and it's a, you know, it's funny. I think when, when people are maybe in it every day, maybe they don't think about it that deeply, but that is when, when you're thinking about the kind of impact you're having, you're talking about that, that impact that's, that is important. And especially in today's world where everybody's so distinct and spread out with everything that's going on. And the beautiful thing about what you guys do is your impact is tangible. 
So much of what people provide now and so much of what we're seeing and learning is, is intangible. You all are the creators of tangible connection. Okay. All right. So, so, so that's ways that promotional products uh, distributors, professionals are helping to build relationships out there in the business world. What are some ways that promotional products distributors or anybody in sales really can, can go about building tighter connections with, with their clients, really building that re relationship that you talked about? Is there certain techniques or things you can do? There are. So the first one is figuring out who's in your circle. Who do you have? So how many of us, and this includes me and my business, how many of us have been reaching out to everybody in our database. I mean, look back at your calendar and think of all of the meetings that you've had over the past two or even three years. I would go back to 2018 because 2020 and 2021 have been so weird for people that maybe who we connected with in 2020 and 2021, we want to go circle back to, but you want to circle back to the people that you connected with maybe in 2018 and 2019 and ask them how they're doing and find out what has shifted. Because just remember, everything has changed. Something has changed for everybody, even if we don't acknowledge it. Look, we're all two years older than we were in 2019. So that's a change. Although, you know, I'm working to not have that happen, but um, yeah, but we're all a little bit older. We all have different um, projects that we're working on. We also all have different priorities. Mm -hmm. So just reaching out to people that you've been connected with and say, Hey, I was thinking about you. Let me know if there's what's going on with you. And let me tell you one thing that I'm working on that when I was working on it, I had you in mind. Okay. So it's like, in a lot of ways, it's almost like reaching out to maybe a friend you haven't spoken with in a while to take that same kind of approach, right? Where it's like saying, I'm not going to call you and say, hey, we haven't talked in two years. Can you buy me a car or can you can you help me? <laughs> you're going to you're going to call and, and say, hey, how are you? How are things going? Here's a little bit about what's going on with me. And, you know, this I thought to call you because this had occurred to me about you just the way you would with an old friend. So that kind of it seems like that kind of almost like friendship style approach. We get everybody on the same side, right? You know, I'm not calling to say something. I'm calling to say hi and see how you're doing. And a lot of us are afraid to do that. It's like, oh, I haven't talked to them in three years. They might not want to hear from me. You know what? If they don't want to hear from you, they cannot take the call. They cannot respond to the email. They cannot respond to the text message or the Facebook message or the LinkedIn message. I mean, here's the other thing now. We have so many ways of accessing people in our universe, in our circle. Choose the one that works best for you, that feels most congruent to who you are as a distributor, as a supplier, as a person. If you're more of a Facebook casual person, send out a Facebook message. If it's more about business, send out a LinkedIn message. And I'm going to add on, I think I know your next question, Chris. Mm -hmm. And I think you're going to say, well, what do we send them? Mm -hmm. Find an article about the industry that your 
person that you're reaching out to is in something that can help them move forward. Almost every platform now has articles and you have your industry magazines and your industry blogs have articles about what it looks like moving through 2022 into 2023. Now I was listening to a futurist speaker and what I heard him say, just a little bit of information. He said, things are going to continue to be weird through Q2 of 2022. And then whatever starts happening in Q3 of 2022 is going to be the new normal going forward. So I'm thinking that way. I'm thinking, okay, what can I shift and put in place in the first half of 2022 that will set me up to have a, a powerful business going forward, 2022, 2023, and going forward. So that's what I want to invite you guys to do is think, what is it that you are putting in place now that supports you, your company, your business, your staff, if you have one, and most important, the people that you serve? Oh, that's, that's, that's really great advice because you're, it's, we're, we can't be looking back, right? We can't either be bemoaning bad things that happen or over-celebrating good things that happen. We got to be looking forward. So that's, that's fantastic well, advice. I, I believe in over-celebrating everything, Chris, okay. that's me. <laughs> okay. I, I don't agree with you. I think we should absolutely over-celebrate. Look, if we lived through the past two years and, yeah, and you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, bless you and yay, celebrate yeah. that. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me let me ask you this, Carolyn. Um, you know, I know that you really emphasize uh, helping customers, and that's something you've even, you know, really in a lot of ways have been saying through everything you've talked about so far. You know, as opposed to trying to sell them, can you maybe just unpack that a little bit more and and maybe give an example or just talk about what it looks like in in actual practice? Sure. I want you to ask yourself, how am I an offer of help? right? That's how I frame it. It is you are an offer of help. Now, if you offer something, it doesn't mean that people are going to take it, but you want to offer your help. So what is that help that you are? In my mind, promotional products, like I said earlier, create a physical connection to keep your clients and your customers top of mind to the people that they are an offer of help for. So for example, I have a really cool wine bottle opener. Not that I haven't needed that in the past two years, but I have a really cool wine bottle opener. And it's one of those ones that does the beer bottles and the wine bottles, and it has a little knife on it. And it is a promotional product by a friend of mine. And every time I look at it, every time I use it, I travel with it. Every time I use it, I think of that friend. And that brings her top of mind. So that in my mind, and you all know that, right? That that is how you are an offer of help. What was the second half of that question, Chris? Yeah, just um, just what that looks like in practice, which you're, or, which you're already touching on, just how you go about, in, instead of just trying to sell, 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 you're actually trying to help customers and, and what that looks like in practice from a, for, you know, for a salesperson doing so that. So as a salesperson, talking, thank you for reminding me, as no a salesperson, talking about knowing, knowing your customer's business a little bit. 
Okay. Know what it is that they are trying to accomplish. Let's say it's universities, right? Mm -hmm. I know a lot of you do business with schools and universities and colleges and libraries and those kind of things. What they're trying to do is keep people not only engaged while they're at school, but top of mind when it's an alumni thing or it's a donor thing. So what is it that you have that are your products that are in your catalog that may be different than somebody else has that you can then offer to that university and say, hey, when you do your alumni thing, here's a piece like, okay, I have a friend who collects challenge coins. Okay. Right? I have a friend who collects challenge coins. If that's something, I know that the military is really into that, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe it's a challenge coin for who can say the most nice things on their blog about your university. And when somebody does, um, you know, 10 mentions of, let's say, Emerson College, where I went, then they get a challenge coin from the school as a thank you. I mean, that is just an off the top of my head thought of how you can support your customers stay top of mind. That's a, fa that's a fantastic, fantastic example. And I, I like that you mentioned blog actually, because it segues nicely into my next question, which, which relates to content. You know, um, we, you hear so much that word content and it's such a buzzword. And I, I think sometimes maybe salespeople can feel a little overwhelmed. Like I know I have to be on social. I know I should have a blog, but what do, what do I do? What is this? Can, can you maybe make sense of all that for us? Like what are, what are some strategies for, for maybe creating some decent content? And, and, and if you could talk about video in that too, that would be great just because video just seems to be exploding. I love that. So um, video Okay, I heard a statistic and I don't know if it's true, but less than 10% of emails get opened. Mm -hmm. And I think that's true because when I send out my newsletter, it's about a 10% open. Mm -hmm. However, when there's a video in the newsletter, those who open it, almost 80% of the people will watch the video if it's less than a minute long. Wow, wow. It that proves it works, doesn't it? Yeah. That's right. If yeah. it's less than a minute long. So what, I mean, everybody's now got a video studio in their pocket, mm -hmm. right? It, yes, you, absolutely. Your camera yeah. is your video yeah. studio. So right you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And whether it's, whether it's an Android studio or an Apple studio, an iPhone right. studio, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So you can create content for anybody. So when you hear something new or you get a new idea maybe one of your clients did something brilliant that you found out when you were having that callback conversation with them. And you say to them, hey, can I expand on that idea and share it with my marketplace? They will, of course, say sure, because most people want to be of service. Most people want to help. So then you can do a little video and say, here's an idea I heard from one of my clients. A, that puts you that you're already doing business with other people, right? And it establishes you as an expert. And B, it then establishes you as an offer of help. So you could say, hey, I heard on a video, or I heard from one of my clients that they're doing challenge coins for universities. Again, okay. just off sure. the top yep. of my head. Here's how this could work for you in your business. And you do one minute and say, now here's the thing. You're not just helping. You are still asking for the sale. 
So if this res at the end of the video, you can say, if this resonates for, with you and you want to have a conversation of doing challenge coins as the example mm -hmm. for your um, clients, mm -hmm. give me a call. Here's my name and phone number. Awesome. Awesome. Great, great suggestion. Great suggestion. Now is um, with, with content, do you, do you have a strong feeling that if you are in sales that you should have a blog on your website that you should, what networks you should be active on, or does it kind of vary from, you know, depending on, you know, your situation, your clients, is there a hard and fast rule or is it more fluid? <laughs> there is no rule that you can. Right, okay. <laughs> there are no rules anymore. Here's what I think. I think you have to be congruent. Okay. I think that's the most important thing. So if you're fun and personable, you want to reach out maybe on Facebook and have your Facebook page. Like mm -hmm. I don't put anything on my Facebook page. You guys can connect with me on Facebook. I'm Carolyn Strauss on Facebook. Feel free to connect with me. Um, and notice how I did that. That was not a pushy promotional thing. It was, I'm talking about Facebook. If you mm -hmm. want to connect with me on Facebook, that's how to do it. So that's how you do that. Okay. I don't sell anything on Facebook. I don't offer anything, but who I am mm -hmm. definitely comes through the people that I hang out with, what I support, what's mm -hmm. important to me and what I do in my business is definitely on Facebook. So if you're, if you're more casual, I would say Facebook LinkedIn is definitely the place I believe to do business. Okay. I think LinkedIn, you want to reach out. You can look, go to the advanced search on the top of the LinkedIn bar, mm -hmm. type in the kind of companies you want to work with, like maybe type in universities or type in corporate, um, or type in um, manufacturing mm -hmm. and type in manufacturing in Milwaukee right? And you will find all of the companies. If you're based in Milwaukee, you can find all of the companies in Milwaukee that do manufacturing and then maybe find an article about what's happening in the manufacturing community in Milwaukee, send a note to someone and say, Hey, I saw this article, attach the article to the message and say, I was thinking about you and thought this might be helpful. I'd love, can you set up a conversation? Here's my calendar link, or here's my cell phone. Awesome. Awesome advice. Um, so, so I, that's super helpful. And you, you talked about this next question that I'm going to ask you a little bit earlier already, but let's see if we can maybe even get a little deeper and that's re-engaging um, with, with your network um, or with people who are, you know, you, you've been connected with in the past. And it seems really important nowadays because maybe with everything that that's gone on over the last two years, you, you might've, you know, you might've lost track of people. So just can you maybe talk a little bit about why that is important and then just strategies for, for doing it and how it can be helpful. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. One of the things that social media does, your posts on Facebook and LinkedIn. And by the way, if you know how to use TikTok, not only reach out to me to teach me, but it is an incredible way right now to get seen. You could do a TikTok with, you know, a couple of the different products that you have and show people how much fun they are to play with. Right. So that was just one idea that that showed up for me. Your network is really where your value is, right? I mean, I always talk about there are three kinds of resources. In my keynote that I do, I talk about that there are three kinds of resources. There are your tangible resources, there are your intangible resources, and the most important one, there are your human resources. And a lot of us, when we think about human resources, we think about the human resource department and, right. and right. insurance and time off and all of that stuff. No, no, no. I say human resources are the people that we have connections with, that we are social with in our communities. Maybe you mm -hmm. go to church 
or a synagogue or mosque with people. Maybe you um, are in school um, groups with your kids with them. Maybe you're in social groups that you go to. That is your network. And everybody, even if it's just say people that you know from church, mm -hmm. they all, some of them work. Mm -hmm. Some of them have spouses who work. Some mm -hmm. of them have parents who work. Some of them, and this is the cool thing, have kids who work, have children mm -hmm. who work. So even if you're, um, even if you're a baby boomer, <laughs> like I am, you know, I have a podcast for baby boomers, which is hilarious. And um, I'm a baby boomer. I, I always say I'm at least 49 and that is absolutely true. But if you're a baby boomer, so all of my friends, kids now mm -hmm. all have jobs and companies. So I can reach out to my friends and send them something cool, a cool promotional mm -hmm. product and have them show it to their children mm -hmm. and say, okay, is this something that your company might like? So it literally is our network is the, I hate the word spider. It's okay. more, it's more like, um, it's more like the game of telephone. Do you okay. remember when we were little and we sure. played the game of telephone? We told one and... person, right? I mean, and I like it more. I liken it more like to the the, the cans with the string, uh -huh. and you have a can with the string, and then they have a can with the string, and they have a can with the string, right. and they have a can with the string. And every time you reach out to one person, your can with the string touches 20, 30, 50 other people. As yeah. long as you do it in a way that's helpful. And I believe that anything that's said from your heart, mm -hmm. anything that's said coming from a place of love and support will probably not be taken wrong. That's a, that's a great point. Because if you're, if you're reaching out with, with sincerity and it's not just, Hey, I want to sell you pens. Like, you know, I want to make some money today, buy some pens. Like that's not going to work. If you're like, Hey, I have something that might be able to help you out. I know you just started over at this new company, or I know your son is now over here. They might be able to benefit from this, you know, like it could help them, you know, no pressure. Let, let them know if they want to talk to me, I'm, I'm available, stuff, stuff like that. Let them know that I'm here to help. And here's my availability. Let people know, because if it's, oh, we can talk in the next week or two, I got to say, out of sight, out of mind. Too big, yeah. Set a time because if we're not, I okay. How I run my life is if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. That's good. Yeah. With how busy everyone is, that's a great. That's really true, isn't it? Yeah. Right. So set a task or a a tickler or an appointment in your calendar to follow up with people or whatever CRM you're using, if it has the ability to do that. So mm -hmm. when you say I'll get in touch with you next week get in touch with them next week. If you don't, they stop thinking of you as reliable. And I know a lot of us don't want to bother people, mm. but if well, we can't think of ourselves as a bother, right? right. Not, if, if we're actually offering to help. Yes. Right. If you're an yeah. offer of help, you're never bothering anybody. And then they have the choice whether to continue to engage with you or not. All right. Great, great advice. Um, you've been really generous with your time, Carolyn. Thank you so much. I just had uh, one other question for you. And it's, um, it's a little bit different than the stuff we've talked about so far. You know, I think even experienced reps can maybe sometimes get in a rut or maybe not even realize they're, they're in a rut. So how can you recognize sometimes um, where, where you might need, you might need a little bit of assistance and then, and then what are some ways you could go about getting it? I'm going to ask you guys, does everybody 
you are everybody in the organization, I want to encourage you to get a mastermind group. Do you know what a mastermind group is? Sure. It is, a group, that, yeah. it is a group of like-minded people who gather, who only want what's best for everybody else in the group, and they can see your business from the outside. I've always said that you can't see the jar of mayonnaise from inside the jar. So I like in my business, I'm me inside my jar and I need my mastermind group to look at it from the outside. It's like getting fresh eyes. Have you ever had somebody come visit you in your city and you take them on a tour and all of a sudden you're seeing things in your city. You're noting, noticing statues and building right. and architecture right. that you've never seen before. That is what having a mastermind support group is. I want to encourage all of us, all of you, everybody, especially if you're a solopreneur or a small business owner, you, I really want you to have a support group, a mastermind group around you. And by the way, the best thing now is that they can be online. You mm. can do them on Zoom. So you can meet with people. I have two mastermind groups that I'm in. I'm three now. And okay. we meet once a month and talk about what's happening in our businesses because there are things I can't see about my business because I'm in my business. And it is so important now to have that help for you. And that support for you. Excellent advice. There's nothing like that outside perspective from people who actually have your best interest in mind to kind of help reorient you and everything. So I think it's great um, parting advice. But um, out of everything we've discussed today, Carolyn, just any any major takeaways or just final thoughts you'd like to share with everybody? Well, please come to the ASI show in um, in Chicago if you didn't get to Orlando or Dallas. Um, you know, if you are getting to Orlando or Dallas, then yay. I hope I get to see you there. Please come say hello to me when we're there. Um, I know that my program is actually at the end of the day. It's at like 2.45. So even if you miss everybody else's, come to mine. And then the coolest thing that I know that the ASI show has been doing and is doing this year is they're doing little um, meet all the speakers at the end of the day and get three takeaways. One of my takeaways is just be crystal clear on how you are an offer of help and how it's easiest to do business with you. Well said. Let's let's end it there. Carolyn, of Carolyn Strauss of Carolyn Strauss Consulting, thank you so much for being with us today. Those insights are very helpful. We're looking forward to seeing you at the show.